Good morning, New Hope. Man, it is great to be with you guys on a Thursday. My name is Jeremy, and I get to walk us through one of the parables of Jesus today as we continue to take this journey together. Um, it is always great to be with y'all on a Thursday morning. Um, I just love this community of people that are, that are developing uh, in our online stuff. I uh, heard a really cool story uh, from a couple of weeks ago. We've got one of our regular, um, almost every single time uh, people, Nancy from Ohio. I don't believe that's actually her last name. I don't believe her last name is from Ohio. Uh, but Nancy from Ohio became Nancy from Ohio who came to Texas and showed up at the Alvin campus a few weekends ago and got to meet some some people face to face in real life. And it was neat to see all that happen. And then um, one of the other parts of this community is these uh, these ladies on, on uh, Wednesday morning, the coffee cup ladies who get together and they share life and pray and do all that kind of stuff. And so in this really neat um, coming together of those two things, the coffee cup ladies yesterday got to meet Nancy in Ohio from Ohio in Texas for coffee in real life. It, it just is such an encouragement to me uh, to see the connections that God is making in these moments together uh, as we just continue to come in and, and, and together look at his word and build relationships with each other, pray for each other, encourage each other in the chat boxes. So I'm going to ask you to do something today. Uh, normally we say share a prayer request and, and, and you are 100% free to do that. But I'm going to ask you to do something a little bit different today. When you share a prayer request and, and this community prays for you and you see and answer that prayer, it builds your faith. When you share a prayer request and this community prays for you and you see an answer and you share that answered prayer back with us, it builds our faith. All of us get to build our faith. So if you've shared a prayer request uh, on here or if God's answered a prayer in your life recently, and I kind of think God is still in the business answering prayers in our lives, would you share the answered prayer request in there? Um, let us know how God is doing, what God is doing, how he's working in your life. I think it would be good to, uh, a good faith builder for all of us this morning. And, and maybe there's somebody watching today or listening uh, that needs their faith built, needs a little bit of encouragement. Uh, so so take, take a few seconds and do that. Um, while you're doing that, uh, let me just remind you that we are right in the middle of a series that I'm really excited about this. We are Witnesses series. And um, this idea that the church was birthed at, at, uh, at Christ's resurrection. And then, and then in the book of Acts, we see it begin to flesh out. And, and uh, then we, thousands of years later, get this baton handed to us and say, now go, now go. And we get to do that now, and we get to be a part of that. Um, it is an absolute privilege uh, to be part of what God is doing in the world today, building his church, uh, building what he's doing in this generation. And here's the really cool part. He's not done yet. He is nowhere near done. So what we're doing, what you and I together get to be a part of, is the growing of what God is doing in this generation. And as we have walked through over the last several weeks, a couple of weeks now on, on the weekend services, talking through where we're going and what God, uh, where God is directing us, uh, you know, we're, we're working with uh, refugees uh, in, in Uganda to, to get them the word of God in their language so they can understand it and, and be uh, like birth these house, these house churches over there. And we're looking at expanding some seating and adding a couple of campuses and just some really, really neat stuff. And 
If you haven't already, man, we'd love for you to, to jump in with both feet uh, into what God is doing through New Hope. So here's what you can do. You can pray. Man, we would love for you. We need you to pray. We need you to pray for God's uh, blessing financially. We need you to play, pray for doors to be open, the right doors to be open. Um, and I, and whenever, I, whenever I pray for doors to be open, I always have to remind myself that if my history is any indication, I'm not the best decision maker in the world. So I also need God to close the wrong doors because if there's a door open, I'm probably going to walk through it. If it's a wrong one, I don't want to walk through it. So Lord, close the wrong doors and leave wide open the right ones because then I'm going to go right through those doors. So we'd love for you to jump in and pray with us about that. Um, you can you can invite, you can build that relationship with the one that we've been talking about, the, the one that is away from Christ that needs to come back, uh, that God gave his, his son for. Uh, so build that relationship with that one, invite them, uh, get, get into the habit, get into the practice of doing that. Um, and if you can give, give. We, we obviously, uh, there's a need there as well, but we can all pray, we can all invite, we can all be part of what God is doing in and through New Hope. So at the end of today's devotion, I'm going to uh, pray for us, pray for our one. So get ready for that. But before we get there, it's time to grab that morning water, run through some, some coffee grounds. Uh, we're going to keep working our way through the parables. Uh, Larry did an incredible job with the wheat and the tares on Tuesday morning. And now I get to pick one up that's about fishing. Now, fishing is uh, something I've spent a fair amount of my life uh, doing, uh, hours and hours and hours of fishing. Um, far fewer hours of actually catching. Uh, I'm, I am much better at the fishing side of fishing than I am the catching side. In fact, I get frustrated at times with how poor I am at, at catching. And sometimes I stop fishing because I'm not very good at catching. So let's see how Jesus uses fishing and actually catching. Uh, let's, let's see how he uses that to teach us about the kingdom of God. So we're going to pick up kind of right where Larry left off on Tuesday, Matthew chapter 13. We're going to pick it up in verse 47. So if you've got your Bible, got your Bible app, you want to open that up, grab some coffee, and let's go for the parable of the net. Matthew 13, 47 says, Once again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was let down into the lake and caught all kinds of fish. And when it was full, the fishermen pulled it up on the shore. Then they sat down and collected the good fish in baskets, but threw the bad away. This is how it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all these things, Jesus asked? Yes, they replied, they being the disciples there. I want to start at the end here because I think there's a moment of celebration for the disciples here. Often Jesus uses parables, these short stories to illustrate a kingdom principle. He, he uses these parables and he gets either at the end of it, near the end of it, and he asks them, do you understand this? Or he will finish and the disciples will say, Master, can you explain that to us? And here he says, did you understand this? And they said, yes. Hey, we finally got one. Now it's it's the same concept that he's told them a couple of times already. So he's, he's reiterating the concept and reiterating the concept. But finally, they get to say, yes, we understood one. Don't you love it? Don't you love it when something in you clicks in the word of God? He, he speaks to you. You're reading the scriptures and you go, yes, yes, I understand this finally. I finally, finally get that. That's where the disciples are at right there. Do you understand this? Yes, we've all been there. Something in the word of God made sense to them and it was powerful and it, it, was, it, it actually changed their behavior as, we, as they move forward. But now back up at the beginning of it. 
what, what does a story about fishing and catching and a net and all that kind of stuff, what can that possibly teach us about the kingdom of God? Well, there, was, it, there's, there were, at that time anyway, two ways really that people fished when they did it as a profession. Um, they would use the, the hand nets, the big ones that you would use just from the hand, like from the shore, uh, has a the long stick on it, you'd scoop it through the water and pick up what you can. And then there's the, the, the large nets, the drag nets, the trawling nets. That, that you would take out into the water on a boat and you would lay on the, 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 the water top, the top of the water there, and as you would drag it through the water as your boat was moving, it would open up into this, like a large cone and would catch everything that was in the, 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 the water, everything, fish, trash, all kinds of stuff was in that. And so Jesus is telling us that the kingdom of heaven is like that second kind of a net where you open it up and you drag it through and you catch everything that you can possibly catch. And uh, the church of God does that exactly. Uh, to, for us today, uh, the church of God is, is indiscriminate as that net is indiscriminate as to what it takes in. We are indiscriminate as to the people that come into to our doors. Um, we, we welcome all of them. We welcome everybody into the doors. And the larger that net is, the more it takes in and the more it can capture in a fishing sense, but also in the sense of, of the church of Jesus Christ. I mean, the, the universal church here. So uh, it's a sense of gathering everyone who will come. Um, if, if you kind of take that, if, there were, if somebody ever put out, and someone really should put out, an updated Texas version of the Bible, this would be the passage where it would just say, all y'all come. That's the idea. All y'all come. That, that God looked down through time at his church and said, there's going to be all kinds of people in this church. There's going to be all kinds of people in my church. And some are going to be good and some are going to be bad and some are going to be this and some are going to be that. But they're all going to be exposed to the gospel and get a chance to hear, uh, hear the word of God. And, and can, I, can I just be honest? It's just, just you and me this morning. I'm really thankful for that. Because when I first came to Christ, really, really came to Christ, I'd been exposed to church and uh, grew up in church and, and been exposed to Christ my entire life and had what made what I thought were decisions to follow him. But as, as an 18-year-old, as I really made that decision to follow Christ, I, I'm glad that when I was not great, I was still in the kingdom of God enough so that when I was ready to make that decision, I was, I was in the right spot to do it. So that's, that's my story. That, that might be your story too, that I was, I was in the bad. I was in the one that would have been thrown away. But as, as Larry said on, on Tuesday, God was patient that none, that none would perish. He was patient with me. He stayed with me all the way, all along the way. And, and the truth is we're all a little bit of a, we're all a little bit of a mess. Sometimes we're all kind of leaning to the bad at times in our life. And we understand the forgiveness of God and and I'm thankful that God is patient with us and that he collects people around us who will help us um, make that move towards him and, and, and continue to advance in the kingdom of God. Okay, uh, nerdy historian break for just a minute this morning. I, I was reading through kind of this, the concept, the word that Jesus uses for the net there. Um, that's Aramaic word. There's a Greek word for that that's very similar. Uh, and the, the historian Herodotus, and that's probably not how you say his name, but I have a rule in my life that if I get to a name, and this works really good in names that are in scripture, if I get to a name that I'm not comfortable with, if you just say it with confidence and quickly, no one else knows how to pronounce it either. So uh, you can use that one. Uh, Herodotus describes um, how enemies uh, after battle, when, when people would capture an island, um, they would actually put their soldiers 
uh, they would hold hands and stretch all the way across uh, the one side of the island, and they would walk to the other side, uh, looking for anybody that may be left uh, after the battle, any, any survivors that they would have to um, take care of. Uh, so that's, that, that, he uses that same word, that netting word that Jesus uses. He uses the Greek form of that to describe this dragnet that goes across an island and picks up any uh, leftover survivors from the battle. So he used it in that, in that sense. And then he also uses, Herodotus also uses it in another sense uh, where there was a massive manhunt for one particular person, a guy named Santos. And all of the, the soldiers that were deployed and all of the resources that were deployed, uh, he uses that same dragnet word uh, that, that all of that was used to capture a single man. And I think that is probably the beauty of this parable for me, that the kingdom of God is, is large and it's capturing a lot of stuff and it's capturing a lot of people and people are being exposed to the gospel and all of that is great, but it's also about one. Um, maybe let me illustrate like this. Back in uh, 1973, Billy Graham was in the uh, kind of the heyday of his revivals and his, his, uh, his meetings. And he went to Seoul, South Korea for four days in 1973. And in that four-day period, he spoke to an estimated 3.2 million people. They, don't, they didn't count because who really wants to count that much? But over four days, 3.2 million people, including on the last day, 1.1 million people heard the message and the gospel of Jesus Christ, 1.1 million people in Seoul, South Korea. By the time that four-day uh, rally was up, uh, 75,000 people had put their hand up in the air, had turned in a card and said, hey, I'm joining Team Jesus. I want to be a part of what God is doing in this world. Uh, less than four miles from that place uh, where, the, where that rally was held in 1973, now almost 50 years later, is a church that every single weekend has 200,000 plus people in attendance. I think those things are related. I think there was good seed sown back in 1973 and it changed that particular region of South Korea to where 200,000 followers of Christ gather on weekends now to celebrate. Uh, so whether it's the 3.2 million or the, the, the 1.1 million that were there on the last day or the 75,000 that turned in a card, or the 200,000 uh, that show up on weekends now at that church, here's the thing. For every single one of those 3.2 million, they were in a different place in their life. They all had a different story, 3.2 million different stories, 3.2 million different sins, different histories, different baggage they were going to bring into the relationship. And yet for 3.2 million people, each one of them heard through the power of the Holy Spirit an individual message for them. 3.2 million, 1.1 million, 75,000, 200,000, one. It was about the one that needed to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. And every single one of those 3.2 million did that. Every single one of those 75,000, every single one of those 200,000 now that show up on weekends. That's the kingdom of God. It's large and it's encompassing and it takes in a lot of things. And along the way, there's a lot of ones that are involved in that, that net. There's a lot of one individual Santos who got caught in a dragnet. And that's, that's our story. It's not that we, we are part of something great and grand. It's that I heard an individual message from Jesus Christ 
you heard the individual message from Jesus Christ. It's like Pastor Tim taught on a couple weekends ago um, where the, uh, the, the disciples are gathered at the beginning of the church and the, the, they begin to speak and the people in the, in the crowd around them say, each one of them, it says, each one of them heard them in their own language. You see, there was a moment in our life that God spoke to us in our language. And we went from being captured in a dragnet to being a one. And that's the beauty of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is like that. It's large <clears throat> and it's very individual at the same time. So now that baton that we get to carry, um, we just, we get to do this really cool thing where we don't have to try to figure out like who's supposed to be in the kingdom of God and who's not. Who do I want to go to church with and who's not? We just, we just get to go cast as wide a net as possible uh, in our day-to-day -day life. Um, we get to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Um, and each one of the people that we preach the gospel to, each one of the many, hears an individual message from the Spirit of God. Speaks right to their situation, right to where they are, right to the sin that they're living in, and speaks of the freedom and forgiveness and life that we find on this side of the kingdom of God. Uh, have, have you tried and failed, though? Like, have you tried preaching the gospel? You tried sharing with somebody at work? You tried telling them why you follow Christ? And it just didn't work out. Like you had this image in your head of how this thing was going to go when it went the exact opposite way of what you were thinking. You tried and you failed and you tried and you failed. Hey, you know what? That's awesome. I'm glad you've tried and failed because that puts you in the perfect position for God to show up. Um, you want to talk about failing. Peter, professional fisherman, knew what he was doing on the water. Got, got kind of tired one night, went out on the boat and just started fishing. Said, I'm gonna go back to where I, what I know, go do what I know to do, starts fishing. Fishes, fishes, fishes all night long. Professional fisherman, has guys in the boat with him who are professional fishermen. And, and as the sun cracks over the horizon and he sees it, hit, and he realizes he's fished all night and doesn't have a single fish to show for it. Now, there's gotta be looming uh, frustration and anger and, and maybe, you know, have I lost my touch since I've been following Jesus, I've been doing as much fishing and, have I lost everything that I knew? And as that sun rises and he kind of looks up, he looks to the side and sees Jesus. And Jesus says, hey, Peter, what are you doing? Peter says, man, I'm fishing. Been fishing all night. Haven't caught it. This is, by the way, this is the Jeremy Gunling translation. It's, uh, it's, it's a little different than what's in your Bible. Peter says, I've been fishing all night. Haven't caught anything. And then Jesus says, so, Jesus says to him, throw the nets on the other side of the boat. But I love the way the King James captures that conversation because in the King James, it says Jesus says to Peter uh, to, to do that. And Peter says, and here's, here's the King James part, nevertheless at your word. So Peter's like, I don't, why would I throw on the other side? We've been fishing all night. We haven't caught anything. Nevertheless, at your word, God. And he did. And he threw the nets on the other side. And the scriptures tell us he brought in so many fish that they all had to work together to even get the net back up onto the boat. Um, have you tried and failed and tried and failed and tried and failed? Man, nevertheless, Lord, it's your word. I'm going to try again. If it's the other side of the boat, if it's a different person, if it's a different way, nevertheless, Lord, it's your word. I'm going to try again. So, so do that. Go try again. Go cast that net again. Go share Christ again. Because the more you cast out, the wider you cast your net. The wider you cast your net, the wider the kingdom of God that net becomes. And the wider the kingdom of God net becomes, the more people are exposed to the gospel 
and have a chance to find the life that you and I have found. So if you've tried and failed and you're kind of discouraged and maybe you just said in your own mind, I don't think evangelism is my gift. Let me just say to you, try again. Nevertheless, throw it on the other side. Do it again. Uh, there is a part of this parable that talks about the separation that is to come. And there will be a time for that. Um, this is not that time. This is not the time where we stand in judgment and say, this person belongs in the kingdom of God and this one does not. This one does and this one does not. We leave that to God at the end. There is a time for separation. This is not that time. This is the time for gathering. So cast a net. Go, go do it today. Go do it at work. Go do it at school. Go do it in your life, wherever, uh, wherever you have opportunities to today. Um, tell people about Christ and tell them very simply this. Uh, I, I, love, I love a testimony that looks like this. This is who I was, but this is who I am because of Christ. And don't spend 48 minutes on who you were and 15 seconds on who you are. Spend some time on who you are. And you're different because of your relationship with Christ. So, so go tell somebody about that. Invite them to church. Pray with them. Pray for them. Pray with them. Pray with them. And then let the Holy Spirit do exactly what he does, which is speak directly into their life, where their hurts are, where their sins are, where their pains are, what their story is. He knows it. Let him speak directly into them right in that moment. Cast that net and then let the Holy Spirit do what he does so well. He's going to offer them this sweet forgiveness, this life, this newness, uh, this weight off their shoulders that, that I think you and I have experienced. If you've crossed that line of faith, you've experienced it. He wants to offer that to them also. So go cast that net today. If you failed and you failed and you failed, great. God's there with you still. He's still walking and saying, go ahead, try the other side of the boat. Try it again. Now, if you haven't found that forgiveness, if you haven't crossed that line of faith, maybe you're joining us because you're in a spot where you don't understand the, the, what the forgiveness of God looks like or you just wandered across this morning. Listen, today would be a great day, a great day to take that step and trust Jesus Christ for your forgiveness and find life that you never knew existed. Scriptures talk time and time again about how when we come to faith in Christ, we move from death to life. And you don't even know you're dead. I didn't know I was dead until I found life. And then I look back and go, man, I thought I was alive. But now I'm alive. Now I'm alive. If you haven't found that forgiveness, um, listen, you can put it in one of the, the chats. Uh, you can also text the word prayer to 642123. That's our, our short code. Um, and someone will get right back with you. They'll pray with you by text, pray with you by phone, however you're comfortable. Um, you, can, you can put it in the chats and, man, people will come right around you and pray with you and pray for you and uh, help you uh, take that step across the line of faith and be like the 75,000 back in Seoul, South Korea, back in 1973, uh, who put their hand up in the air and said, I'm ready to be on Team Jesus and be like the 200,000 plus that gather there on weekends now, be like the people who call New Hope home. I mean, we have found life out of death because God cast a wide net for us. And then he spoke to us as one. So I'm going to pray for us. I'm going to pray for our ones. Um, so uh, I'm going to take one more drink of coffee because it may be a long prayer. I might need a lot of coffee to get all the way through it. Nope, not going to be that long of a prayer. I already made my mind up. Let's pray. Lord, thank you. Thank you that you cast a wide net for us. 
Thank you that I was caught in that net. And uh, Lord, because of that, I found the kingdom of God. I found forgiveness in Jesus Christ. I found a savior that I didn't even know I needed until I knew I needed him. And then I knew I needed him. Thank you for the life that we have found in you. Lord, thank you that you've made us part of a, a church universal uh, that, that is wide and is strong and is gathering. Uh, Lord, the church of Jesus Christ across the world is advancing the mission and it is growing at, at rapid rates in some places, Lord, incredibly rapid rates. Thank you for that. And Lord, um, thank you that you've put people in our life that aren't in the kingdom of God yet. Yet. And Lord, we may have tried and failed and tried and failed and tried and failed. But we're going to try again. We're going to cast that net on the other side of the boat because you're telling us to. Nevertheless, it's your word. Nevertheless, it's your word, God. We're going to cast that net again. And we're going to trust that it's going to it's going to land where it needs to land and catch what it needs to catch, Lord. And our responsibility is to cast the net. So thank you for that, Lord. We, uh, for, the, for those you have put in our life that are uh, away from you, uh, help us in building relationships with them. Help, help us in, in loving on them, not with an agenda, but love them because they're your creation. And somewhere along the way, if we get a chance to invite them to church and tell them about Christ and pray with them and pray for them. Lord, we're going to take advantage of those opportunities that you give us. But Lord, right now it's about loving them because you loved us and caring for them because you gave your life for us. Lord, thank you for them. And we thank you that you have a plan to bring them to you, that, that just as the sheep that wandered off, there was a plan to bring them back. The coin that was lost, there was a plan to find it. Lord, there is, there is a plan for our one to come into a saving knowledge and relationship with you. Lord, thank you for that. Help us to cast today. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. New Hope, always, always, always a joy to be with you guys on TNT on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Listen, services this weekend, tonight, uh, and the Sunday morning, all the physical campuses online at 945. We'd love to see you there. Have a great Thursday. Love you, New Hope.